Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Happy Wednesday and welcome to You Beauty, <laughs> the podcast for your face. That was terrible. I'm Lee Campbell and you don't look like Erin to me. No. <laughs> I'm Shazie Hunt. I'm here filling in for Erin while she's having a lovely holiday. Yeah, she's off Good on, on a her. little bit of annual leave. So Shazie's filling in for Beauty News. We've got an interesting show this week, but first we've got a bit of news before we get into the news. I have a very important announcement. Yes. Today is National Almond Day. And why in <laughs> God's name would we care about National Almond Day on a beauty podcast. Well, I mean, <laughs> almonds are the superior nut. But... I do drink almond milk in my coffee, I must say. Oh, they are definitely, we need to do one of those God tier memes of yes. the nuts and almond is definitely on the top layer. But the reason I'm telling you this is because Loxitan are giving away 35 milliliter samples of their iconic liquid gold almond shower oil. Heavenly. Yes. You are getting that if you purchase anything from their delicious, soothing and hydrating almond range. So in the range, you can choose from the skin oil, the milk concentrate, the muesli scrub, or I guess you could buy the full-size shower oil and then get the sample. I like more that size. More. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the 35 mil is actually really generous. It's good for you if you're doing an overnight stay or a hotel and that's you just want a little thinking. bottle. I was like, it. why would you get a big one in this form? Like, yes. actually, then you've got your travel size ready to go. Uh-huh. So happy National Almond Day, everybody. But anyway, Shazzy, what are we talking about? It's a national day now. It's great. (laughs) What are we talking about today? So coming up, we're talking about the celebrity beauty line that's got a sustainable facelift and the contouring and highlighting hack that has taken over the internet and broken it. But first... Trini, you ready? So ready. I was born ready. Today is the day that I am finally launching. So, Trini London, you likely have heard of her. She was one part of the styling duo. She now launched makeup, I want to say probably two years ago now. Mm. Mia has had her on her Instagram and they're quite good friends. And the makeup kind of took the world by storm in terms of she really catered to that more mature demographic, and I hate saying that because that's sort of like 40. It's not (laughs) old, but the makeup was really beautiful and is really beautiful, very wearable, easy colours, multi-use products that kind of like I'm a busy woman, just make me look a bit better. Mm. So Trini's mastered that, and next she has just launched skincare. So it's an interesting way she's doing it. She's doing it in phases. So phase one is all about cleansing, which I guess makes sense because that's the first step of your skincare routine. So she's just started with two products. There's two cleansers that I've got right here. Trini London Enzyme Balm Cleanser. Yum. Mm. Trini London AHA BHA Gel Cleanser. So you've got the two kind of cleanser camps covered there. You've got your kind of mild, maybe your first cleanse, and then you've got your second cleanse if you're a double cleanser. I'd probably be the balm. I'm not really a gel cleanser kind of girl. There's a quote here from Trini that says, I spent five years of my adult life sleeping in my makeup. 
Ah, uh, yikes. <gasps> and 15 years with very bad acne. It wasn't until the age of 30 that I began a cleansing routine that started to help my skin. Since I was 30, I've never gone to bed with makeup on. Same. I used to do that in my 20s too. <laughs> so as with all of Trudy products, they're all very well researched. You know, there's quality ingredients, really good R&D. I do find it interesting that she's doing it in the phases. I think that that's actually quite a clever marketing tool. Suspense. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The Trini London products have just gone gangbusters. 2017 when they launched. Oh, the, the God, success, that time's gone fast. That's five years. But the success was wild. And yes. I think almost, I mean, Trini already had that profile, but I think even the level of success it's gone to, that's why it's really interesting with the cleansers now. You know that it's going to have that same level of impact. But the decision to release in stages, yeah. I've never heard of this before. It's pretty unique in terms of marketing, it's right? It's definitely a cool marketing trick, but I think it's also just going to, you know, get people used to using the cleansers, mm. have them absolutely fall in love with it. If the past Trini products are any indicator, yep. people are just going to like go crazy for them and then they'll be like, give me more. And, and I'm guessing serums are next, right? Oh, definitely. I think it'll go in order. You know, you'll be <laughs> waiting to add. add to the next yeah. one to your routine. And importantly, she has obviously considered sustainability. So they're refillable. So they're this kind of really big, quite weighty, good quality, bright yellow packaging. I love bright yellow packaging, silver kind of accents. It's It feels premium. And then obviously when your cleanser runs out, you take out the cartridge, you put in the new cartridge. So that's kind of, you know, ticking that sustainability box. We're going to talk a bit more about celebrities and sustainability soon. We are. But, but I do love with that packaging that it is premium, but it's really accessible. It yes. doesn't look scary. It doesn't look like, oh, I'm not going to be able to use this. It's too special. I, do you have that? I always have that sometimes where oh, I think yeah. something looks too special. If it's too expensive too, I just don't want to use it because I don't Wanted to be over. Well, speaking of the price, what is it? Yeah, so it's not bad. The balm cleanser, 60 bucks. Okay. And it comes with a little, um, like a towely thing to get your balm off. And the AHA, the gel cleanser, that is 50. So pretty middle of the road, but it feels sort of really premium. So I reckon it's going to be a really big launch. One to watch. Yeah, I'll be five minutes. I've just got to quickly put some eyes on, a bit of a lip, and then I'll be there. Okay, so we are on a little bit of a style trendsetter bandwagon today, aren't we? And I want to tell you a little bit about a interview Victoria Beckham, the one and only, has just done with Harper's Bazaar. And it's really interesting. Of course, it's about her Victoria Beckham beauty line, which launched a few years ago, 2019. In the four years since then, it's become really popular. But it's more about what's happened in the past year with the brand that is the focus of the new interview. So in 2021, one year ago, Victoria Beckham Beauty did a bit of a, not a relaunch, but kind of a retool, I would call it. They had a few new products in the range, but the real focus of those new products and looking at the existing range was about clean beauty mm. and sustainable packaging. That's been for a year going on now. It's been very popular. I mean, the Victoria Beckham beauty line has been a hit from the moment. Like everything she touches, it turns to gold. And it costs the price of gold too. It certainly <laughs> does. are amazing, <laughs> but they're so expensive. They are uber expensive. They have to be. They're posh. They're yes, poshes. she's posh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It all fits with the brand. But what's really interesting about this new interview is that what Victoria has gone and done is really doubled down on her claims about having a brand and having a celebrity brand, essentially, that are true to these ideals of sustainability and clean beauty. And the reason I think that she's come out right now and done that 
is you think about that time since her 2019 launch to now, there have been so many celebrity, not just makeup and fragrance like we mm. used to, but also skincare products. Lots of celeb skin. And I don't know about you, Lee, but every time, well, not every time, but for a lot of the times you read one and you just roll your eyes mm. because you know that little thought has gone behind it rather than slapping a name on it. It's not the case for all. I won't put no, everyone I'm together. You. I'm with but, you. But um, you think it's nothing more than a money-making exercise of putting your name on it and holding the product in a nice pretty picture and that is the extent of it. And it's really obvious actually when that happens because the – longevity of the brand and the product mm. is it's really short. There. Yeah, it tells the yeah. test, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So it's really interesting that she's come out now because it's not new. The products aren't new. The mm. range isn't new. Mm. But she's come out now just as a little reminder yeah. to tell she everyone. She knows, she knows that people are looking for something like this. And in doing so, in calling it out, she's also saying, hey, if you are in the game of celebrity beauty, whether it's skincare, makeup, fragrance, whatever, you need to start thinking about these things too because the consumers, all of us, are much more savvy and we expect so much more. Yeah, so I, I want to read some of the quotes that yes. she said in the article. So, Victoria- And also what I like is, just before you get into them, she doesn't mm. have to do that. No. I'm sure it's selling really well on its own. Totally. I'm sure that it's just, you know, the products are beautiful. The formulas are incredible. Like I said, they're expensive, but everything I've tried has been so premium that she doesn't actually need to do this. So I like the fact that she is. I, it's such a good point, Lee, because she could trade off her name alone. She could trade off it being luxurious and special and people would buy in. Mm. But she is stamping on this and saying, this is the direction I'm headed. And yeah, I want to say, oh, you bitches better follow me. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to She's say bitches. She's too posh to say that. She wouldn't say bitches. Okay, Victoria said in the article, she wanted to create a beauty brand of the future. So really focusing on clean formulas, sustainability, and making everything that we do inclusive. And gosh, I could not love that more. So sustainability-wise, the packaging is sturdy glass, minimal plastic, 100% post-consumer waste, and then it's shipped in biodegradable mailers. And I love that each of the send-outs come with little instructions on how to exactly recycle the products in case you're not aware. Yes. And then in terms of what's inside the products, the ingredients are those deemed non-toxic and cruelty-free by the European Commission, which is the um, governing body there. She also said, I think we all have a responsibility when I started doing research, I really wanted to know what was in the products that I was using, what was in the products that my daughter was using, and it was very much a grey area. I think what we're putting on our faces is very important. Interesting. So with everything that Victoria Beckham does, she's always led the way, whether it's in fashion and now in beauty. It has made a really good bank if you don't follow Brand Beckham. In its first full year, the VBB, so that's Victoria Beckham Beauty yes. range, netted the Aussie dollar equivalent of nearly $14 million. Get it, girl. Love yeah. a businesswoman. <laughs> Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. But, like, if he comes through in, like, these, yeah. homeboy's going to, like... 
So last up, I want to talk about highlighting and contouring because it's been quite a week in those categories. First up, Aussie beauty guru Chloe Morello, who I am obsessed with and her baby is so cute. She posted a really interesting video and it's basically her face and she had her concealer, her foundation, contour, blush and highlighter dotted all over her face. So a bit like you're doing a stipple painting. So when the video comes up, you're like, oh, what's going on here? So she's applied every product that would be, I guess, done in stages on as dots. Then she takes a spray and she mists her entire face. The spray she used was the Rare Beauty one, the Selena Gomez brand. And then she takes a foundation brush or a blending brush and sort of blends the whole base together. You'd think it wouldn't work. you think it would all kind of like smoosh together. It works. It's really subtle. Contouring, highlighting, concealing, all done in one. Have you watched the video? I have watched the video. You know, at first I was like thinking about how when my kids do painting and they put all the colours out <laughs> and when they blend them together, it creates this horrible mucky colour. And yes. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, it's not What's going to happen here? But it actually really worked. Yeah. It worked beautifully. I know. I think I'm going to try it. We'll pop a link to the video in the show notes, of course. I mean, whether or not it actually does save you time by the time you've opened all the five products, blended them all on, blended I did them want all to get in. To this. <laughs> I was thinking about how, you know, doing the dots, it looks like an artwork it in does. itself. Before You're like, don't even blend it, just go like that. It looks <laughs> yeah. so cool. And it reminds me of the Kim K makeup by Mario a few years ago, if you yes. remember, where she had like the tiger stripe looking stripes yes. and then blended them all together. There's a little bit of a performative aspect of going through the process of doing that. Yes, absolutely. Um, you don't need to do that if you're just at home and just have all these dots on your face and make this beautiful artwork. No. It looks great. Yes, um, but you can do the more traditional ways. What I did like, though, is the mist trick because if you mm. are um, contouring with cream products and you do start to lose a bit of that slip time and it's setting, just mist with a hydrating mist and then you get more time to work it in because that's I get a bit scared with cream contour in case it's going to set and I haven't blended it properly, and that's a really good tip is to use a mist to buy you more time. Secondly, jaw highlighting. So this is a technique doing the rounds on TikTok. So it sounds a bit weird because it is. We generally contour the jaw. We want to make it look sharper, darker. But there was a photo of Bella Hadid that's kind of started this whole thing, which is so crazy. She is air kissing one of her friends and the lights just hit her jaw in a way that just makes her jaw look so chiseled, highlighted, glowy, perfect. But of course, because she's Bella Hadid, I think that's half the thing. So then there's a makeup artist called Rachel O'Cool and currently she's got a video going around on TikTok. It's a bit of an explainer. It's close to 2 million views where she kind of talks about the photo, then she shows how to do it. So she in the video has used the Charlotte Tilbury highlighting wand, but you could use any liquid or cream highlighter. And she draws a bit of a line down, straight down from her ear, the bottom of her ear, and then right along her jaw. So sort of like if the letter L was kind of... That's what I was thinking, an L shape. Yes, but (laughs) if it was lying down. (laughs) And then she just goes in with her fingers and blends, which I love because I'm a bit of a finger blender too. It works. I mean, it does highlight the jawline. However, I'm pointing out it's not personally for me because at my age, I'm getting a little bit jowly. I still prefer to use darker contour there. I usually use a bronzer just to kind of give myself less of a jowl. However, if you're young and beautiful and have no acne on your jawline, that's also where I break out hormonally. That's a really good point, actually, that you, if you have jawline breakouts, yeah, you, you don't do want to be drawing more putting highlighter to there it. to go look here. Exactly. But it is a really good trick, especially if you're going out at nighttime, especially if you're getting some photos taken, because that really will make sort of your face shape 
pop. Shazzy thoughts. Are we just highlighting anything these days? <laughs> it does feel like that. You should go and have a look at the picture. We might pop it yeah, up. Yeah, let's put it on the Instagram because it's, it's, I mean, it's a beautiful picture. It is a beautiful picture, but I think the thing to really remember about it is it's a side profile picture. Yes. And in the real world, we don't always just hang out in our side profile. Yes. So I'm not sure how it will translate in real life. In a one-off photo, it looked absolutely stunning. But for me, contouring, I was traditionally taught in all the world of makeup from the experts, and it is all about using the contouring part to shade away Mm -hmm. and the highlighting to draw attention to the high points of the face. So Mm. these, if you think about high points of the face, think about your features that naturally lift upwards and would naturally catch the light. So we're talking about brow bones, cheekbones, maybe along the ridge of the nose Cupid's bow. Yes. Jaw has never come up because it's not one of those areas that naturally catches the light. Yes, absolutely. And as Lee pointed out, jowls or no jowls, <laughs> it's because you're trying to create definition and structure so you don't have a flat face. So I'm going to stick to my traditional <laughs> figure three bronzer technique, yeah. we call it. So figure three, I think around the forehead, going around into the just under the cheekbones and then around under the jaw yes. to create lovely flattering definition yeah. and Look, maybe just highlighter on the high points of I'm my the face. Same. If I was Bella Hadid, I'd probably just bathe in highlighter because I'm Bella Hadid. But for me, I think watching those videos are really interesting, but I'm going to stick to the good old tried and tested method. I think you're onto something. <laughs> well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. And by doing so, by listening to this podcast or reading anything on mamamia.com.au, you're helping to fund girls in schools in some of the most disadvantaged countries in the world because we have a partnership with Room to Read. We're currently funding 300 girls in school every single day but we want to get to a thousand this episode was produced by Michaela Floriano tune in tomorrow to hear Kelly with spotlight on have a great week and we'll see you soon bye